Hey, this is Tom Gray from This Stuff Matters. Thanks for tuning in to the This Stuff Matters podcast. We'd love to have you follow us on social media. Just search at This Stuff Matters. You can check us out on the website, thisstuffmatters.net. You can subscribe to our email newsletter there, and you can reach me there via phone or email through the website. Thank you so much. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to This Stuff Matters, the podcast. I'm John Radcliffe, along with your host, Tom Gray. Tom, it is always a pleasure to see you, sir. It is for me as well, John. So, you know, it's always fun where here we are. We're rounding up spring, heading into summertime. Here we, where we're recording this out, we're in in sunny Atlanta. It's beautiful. We're getting ready to get into the hottest time of the year. But we're also getting into that time of year where we are going, where it's the most energy around the city that you ever experience. And where we record at is by Truist Park. So we get the energy of baseball and, you know, kids graduating, things of that. So many wonderful things. And it's just a great environment. It it creates that environment of where you want to be out and about go and see this wonderful city and see our our communities and one of the things we're going to talk about is is your environment right how important it is to find the right environment for you because you know as we've been talking about uh not so much mental health but just the environment and what you're in yeah and the best way i can give you the the description of it is you know you look at seattle washington (laughs) It, it rains yeah it's gloomy it's gray they have people who struggle with 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 depression and they're sad. I don't know if they have the same number of people. I haven't looked at the data, but I wonder if Honolulu, Hawaii has the same issue. I highly <laughs> doubt it. Right. And, and you want to make sure that, you know, as you, we're growing this rebellion, as we're growing the, the, these changes, the environment is overall one of the biggest things that we want to change. Yeah, huge. And and to start with the simple and yet hard to describe how, how profound and powerful it is, the simple uh, observation that we are all creatures of our environments. Yes. And so what environment we find ourselves in influences us dramatically. It does everybody. Um, and so then the application is twofold. Number one, control the environments you move into for your own well-being and sense of purpose and encouragement and strength, all those things. But number two then, and where John and I really are hopeful that we're serving to, to raise this whole rebellion, this whole army of difference makers. So go be the kind of person who influences the environment. Yes. Go go be environment influencers because, man, that, that makes a world of difference. I mean, when and what we're talking about, you know, not only are we just talking about what would be the four walls or the weather or Something to that effect. I mean, I'll tell my own personal testimony where during the start of the pandemic, the shelter in place, mm. my wife and child were at home 24 seven. They were school, work, everything was done at home. My job was deemed a necessity. Mm. So I came to work, but I wanted to create an environment in my home where we still had the same kind of excitement, whether it be for Halloween, uh, Independence Day, Memorial Day, a random Friday in in <laughs> March where I just wanted us to have fun because there was so much going on around us. I mean, we, we you know, there was this pandemic going on. None of us knew what was going on, what to do. Right. And I didn't want my wife to be panicked. I didn't want my son to worry because no kid should have to be concerned about this. And so I wanted to do whatever I could to create an environment of fun, of love, of hope. And that was my wife has told me, she said, you did a great job with that. That's ultimately what we want to try to do everywhere that we go, essentially, is go somewhere where, you know, you don't want to walk in and there's 20 people. This place is horrible. Smells bad. The 
floor sticky, and frankly, I just don't like it here. You don't want that type of environment to be where you're where you're dwelling. That's exactly right. And probably all of us, you know, can have a have a story or we can relate to we, we we've seen both sides, right? We've gone we've had jobs where the culture, the environment was negative or isolating or depressing and discouraging. And, you know, maybe hopefully we've had jobs where um you know, we liked showing up there. We liked the people there, regardless of the type of work it was, the environment. Uh, we, we, we enjoyed being a part of it. We, yes. we, we were able to thrive by being there. And I guess the point being, John, if, if your inv- environment, and this is a, a common, some, a super frequent uh, challenge for all of us as human beings. It could be social environments, work environments, uh, living environments, whatever the case is. You do have to be able to recognize, you know what, this is, and we hear the word toxic sometimes, you know, this is kind of eroding my soul. This is bringing me down. And, man, we got to do some things to get out of those, get out of those environments uh, and get into the ones that where we can thrive. And then the other side of this, though, is not only recognizing when we need to move, perhaps, but recognizing our also our ability in in many if not most environments to be a an agent of changing the environment and so i'm going to be that person who goes into the workplace and brightens it up you know or you know makes it more positive or makes it a place where um, people do like coming and being and, and connecting it, it's and I, I use the visual aid it's going to a theme park theme park Disney, for example, mm-hmm. very colorful. Yes. Very vibrant. Yes. Very, you know, bright primary colors, reds, blues, orange, pinks, whatever the ca- colors may be. It's welcoming. I want to go there. I want to see what that's about mm. versus the black, mm. gray, mm-hmm. dirty, dusty, brown mm-hmm. theme park of that place kind of looks scary. Mm. And you want to make sure that you are being the person to create that vibrant color when you yes. walk into a room of, you know, uh, that glow, right? You know, the, you always hear the phrase, that light, that fire that burns on the inside of you. You want people to see that light, your glow, when you enter an environment, when you enter a room, when you enter a building, because you can be the mood changer too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I think it's important for our our, our, commu- our community, our This Stuff Matters, the podcast community, John, to, to be encouraged to be those kinds of d- environment difference makers, regardless of personality types, don't be, don't buy the lie or or be tempted to think, well, you know, that's only for the life of the party people, or that's only for those extreme extroverts. No, no, no. Every one of us has some way we can be that light, be that, that influence. In fact, I think that's part of what Jesus was getting at in his famous sermon on the Mount. He, He was telling his followers, and of course, at this point, it's thousands of people on the hillsides certainly made up of all different personality types and different gift mixes and, you know, ability levels. And he tells all of them, you know, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. And and those two word pictures, in a sense, salt and light, I mean, different substances, uh, but the, the common denominator is they are influent, environment influences. Yes. You put salt on anything, it influences it. You yes. put salt on your food, you put salt on a wound, you put salt... Uh, it preserves it, it. All kinds of highly effective influences it, it it always is giving off. And then light, of course, <laughs> it, it illumines a dark room. It, it shows the way. I mean, it's just so many ways. So there's almost an endless 
uh, kind of um, catalog of ways we all can in influence and uh, affect the environments we find ourselves in. And, and that's the point, and let's do it. Okay, and let me give you a little personal analogy, John, from my own experience. I'm, I'm hesitant at times to you know, say, hey, look at me or look at us. You know, we're the, not draw attention to us. We're all strugglers, but we are trying, right? So yes. let me just tell you a story about my wife and I, what we're trying to do exactly around this thing. We just two months ago moved into a, a new community. We moved into a townhome community. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, and uh, we've gone in saying we want to be a positive influence in this townhome community. And so, for example, uh, there's one couple right after we moved in that came over and said hi and, and met us. One other lady was kind of nice when we passed her outside, but it felt a little bit to us the first couple of weeks like, golly, seems like people are not necessarily super friendly here. This doesn't have that super positive vibe kind of environment. So we said, all right, we're going to change that. We're going to make this community, as much as we can at least, you know, make this community a place just everybody loves or whatever. And just here's what we just a couple things we've been able to do. A, we wave at everybody we see as we're <laughs> passing. We're, <laughs> if we're passing cars. We're going in the entrance as others are coming out. We wave at them, and when you know, maybe the first five times they look at us like we're crazy. But I think eventually eh, it can change the tone a little bit, slightly influence the environment. We for for example, it's, a, it's kind of a tight quarters in this townhome community, and people park their cars all over. It's so it's like a little musical chairs, parking dance, you know, to get in and out of your, your place. Well, somebody, we found out that there's always this car recently been parked right behind our driveway. I mean, it makes you have to do like an eight point turn okay. to get out of your driveway. <laughs> oh boy. And you know, we felt, we intentionally said, well, that's a little frustrating, kind of a little irritating, but you know what we're going to do? We're not going to act irritated. We're not going to stomp our feet. We're not going to go knock on the door, try to figure out who this is and yell at them. Hey, move your car. Why are you so... You know, you're so inconsiderate parking there or, or rage. In fact, it was really cool. We hadn't complained. We've been dealing with it for days and days. Just, all right, so what? You do a six-point turn. You know, give a little grace. That, that's one way we can, we can make environments better, right? Definitely. Give a little forgiveness because people are going to we're gonna do each other wrong. We need to forgive. That changes the environment if you forgive. And, and the lady was out there one day when my wife was backing out, having to do the whole six-point turn. She said, oh, you know, I'm sorry. And fortunately, you know, we hadn't gone – hunting down whoever this was to get mad at him. She said, oh, I'm sorry. You know, my boyfriend, when he comes over, he parks there. Do you want me to have him move? And my wife was the epitome of grace, just said, you know what? It's not a big deal. I just, I hope we don't ever forget and run into your car. Sorry if we do. Well, I hope we don't ever do. But, you know, we can, we can make it work. It's not a big deal. And boy, oh boy, that set a tone with that lady. And she's come over, she comes over and talks and she comes over. It's just, it's that little bit by little bit, one act of grace, one act of kindness, one act of you matter to me, one act of waving as you pass or speaking as you see and smiling. It can change an environment, I think. And, and we're starting to be encouraged that we might even make this whole little town home community a place people love to live even more. And I like that because, you know, so many great tips and pointers that you gave there where, you know, the simple one, just waving. Yeah. Just speaking and saying hello to someone. And and just that wave, just that little thing of, you know, coming home, seeing you guys. It's been a rough day. Here are some people I don't know who are waving, saying hello to me, welcoming me home. And, you know, and, and you think about the environment of if you have a dog and that mm -hmm. dog comes running up to you, your dog never really had a bad day. That's great. Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to compare you to a dog, but just yep, that – person that's waving to me saying hello with a smile on their face it's those little things that you're right those are the things that chip away 
at the environment that chip away at, at that stone, so to speak, of, of a person. Because with so much that's gone on in the world, we've all, I think, a lot of people have built this wall, right. stone wall around themselves yep. of, I don't want to get to know anyone. I have my nine friends. I have the nine people I like. This is my little slice of my house, my world. I don't want to be disturbed by it. And what I do is what I do, and I'm ready to fight anyone that challenges me on it. Mm. But when you go out and you're that person that walks around and just says hello to someone, says, you know, going to the grocery store. I even like better example I like Chick-fil-A. Everybody loves Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A says please and thank you and how may we help you and all of those little things that you might not like their food, but you're going to go back because that environment that they create by what they're exuding has you wanting to go back there just to experience that grace, that that kindness that you receive. And it's one of those things that as we pour more and more of that into the world, you have more and more people who a want to come out of their homes. That's right. Who want to come and get to know their neighbor who, you know, know not just the person to the left, to the right, and in the front and the back of them. But, hey, I see there's a new couple that moved in 10 doors down. I want to go down there and introduce myself to them. That's huge, John. And so, and maybe we're helping people today to catch a vision for. Because maybe in a self-centered way you might say, well, I got my nine friends. Forget everybody else. You know, I got what I need. Well, wait a minute. Let, let's catch a vision for something bigger than just you having enough friends for yourself. Let's we do that. The world depends on yes. Some of us, somebody out there trying to make the world a better place, creating that environment. And we can't affect the whole world, but you can affect maybe your street or your neighborhood or your your office or your school, whatever the case is. So be the all right. Yeah, you may have your nine friends, but why not also uh, impact the world by by influencing the environments you're in to make them better? You know, what, what a powerful vision for us to pursue. It's the scenario of uh, you know. I talk about that fire that burns inside of you. A forest fire starts with one little flicker. It starts with one little flicker. And when it starts to become contagious and it catches on to person to person to person, and now that kindness becomes infectious and it starts to spread from where the person that you might bump into, once again, where here we are recording their truest park. And I always love to wave at the Braves fans, even the rival teams. Mm. Wave. Welcome Mm. to Atlanta. Yeah. That you hear the stories of these cities that are great, these cities that the fans there are so kind. I want to go back and take mm. that story with them. Yeah. It spreads that fire to other places, and that's how you get this. What we want to be the right. the imagery imagery of a wildfire yeah. of people being kind yeah. and gracious, yeah. and and literally as it says, loving thy neighbor. Yes. And the thy neighbor is not just if you live at house number fifty and it's not house fifty one. It's all the people around you. Yeah, that's it, John. And you, and by contrast, to 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 see that to see a vision clearly, sometimes it's uh, it helps to see the opposite of that vision. I mean, imagine every neighborhood full of the grumpy guy that's the get off my yard guy, <laughs> right? Everybody loves living on that street. Yes, not, yeah. Everybody that you want to talk about driving people back into their isolation, not coming out, and not being a place that, that you like to be. Yeah, fill it with a bunch of get off my yard guys. I'll, I'll tell you my uh, my own story from a. Uh, We've been living in this neighborhood about a year, and Halloween came. Mm. And so I don't think my son's going to listen to this. Um, <laughs> but one of the neighbors went around, and he took, I don't know how many houses are on our street, but he basically went to every house that he knew had a kid on the street at Halloween, and he put a You Got Booed 
Halloween basket at the door. Uh, and it was filled with candy and goodies yeah. and toys and all sorts of things. And he did it very discreetly, you know, just as the sun was going down, ran from door to door. And it was very cool. And it was just a way where, mm. you know, all the neighbors and the kids are now all talking. And the parents are thinking, oh, my goodness, this is so great. Mm. You know, Blake, thank you so much for doing this. This is so kind. Yeah. And what he did was he got everybody out of their house because mm. now we're all talking to each other. Now we're all interacting. We're all what made you come up with that? And my wife carried it on to her workplace where she went to her office and she put it on everybody's desk at her office Love it. to carry it around of, and now everybody's, oh, everyone's talking. And it doesn't even have to be something that grand of a scale. But you think back to, and, and I say it like I'm old enough to remember, but I, I watch TV shows when someone moved into the neighborhood, you took them a pie. Yeah. Mm. You, you, you took them fresh bread or whatever the case may right. be. It got the door open mm. and it started that fire of, we're all neighbors. Let's look out for each mm, other. I love it. It's huge, John. It's ha- almost hard to put a value on just how significant creating those positive environments is for the whole culture. Well, Tom, I hope you and I continue to try and create a positive environment for not only just for us and for the people listening who like, subscribe, and follow everything, but also for people who just see us in the streets, yeah. who just see us and say, you know, look at those two guys. Mm. They they look happy. They look They spoke. They held the door for me. They asked if I needed a hand getting the case of water out of my my shopping cart at the grocery store into the trunk of my car. And there's a litany of other things that you can find things out there where you can help change the environment. That's it. Thank you, John. Tom, it is always a pleasure. I hope you guys like, subscribe, and follow wherever you get your podcast. I also hope that you guys know that you matter in this thing. Tom, until next time, thank you guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks.